Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of The Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. Perhaps you could give us an overview of um, the, the issue as it stands. I, I think now it's it's become part of the public conversation but this is something obviously that's been going on for for decades and uh, I, I wonder if you could give us like a, a snapshot or bird's eye view of of the, the issues that you see it uh today of course yes and you're you're absolutely right food insecurity food poverty or kids going without has has been happening from you know years and decades and and beyond that and probably in the olden days, you know, you might be aware of, well, so-and-so, you know, they didn't have enough or it was it was grouped together as, well, you know, they just had less than us and and you might have been aware of it. But it's, it's an issue that's been in our communities and amongst our friends and our neighbours, but in such a covered way because people won't talk about it or didn't talk about it because of the stigma, which is totally understandable. And if we can make comparisons about mental illness and people starting to feel that there's, you know, a more comfortable place of having those conversations, you and I know, and and people listening will know that, you know, there'll always be somebody that you know who's doing a sponsored run and, you know, will you support me and sponsor me? I'm doing it for this illness because my brother had X or my auntie had Y. You know, People wouldn't say my sister skipped a meal last week or, you know, you and, you know, I told you that my sister-in-law lost her husband. Actually, they're down a salary and they can't really afford to eat as well as pay the rent and all the rest of it. Those aren't the conversations that people have. And and the struggle that goes on behind that is so hard and is invisible. But the, the pandemic has brought it out into the fore because there's always been holiday hunger as an issue. And where the children who have the safety net of a free school meal then didn't have that during the summer holidays, there wasn't really a lot of talk about that or a greater awareness of it until we started doing some project work around it at Fair Share. And in fact, that came to the attention of Marcus Rashford, who 
came to Fair Show about this time last year and said, right, what can we do? And this was before the heart of the pandemic. But but really, it is the awareness of when trouble hits, it can hit in such a fundamental way that not having access to food, reducing the amount of food, and then, you know, trying to make the most of what there is and, and eke it out are, are things that are going on in millions of family homes all across the UK. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love the parallel you made there with um, mental health. I think, you know, if we were having this conversation perhaps 10 years ago, even as early as that, mental health definitely wouldn't have been on the agenda for the government or um, even in the sort of public sphere of it being something that is okay to talk about. Whereas now it's almost relied on, yes, celebrity culture coming out, but also, you know, having the bravery to talk about it amongst your own communities, amongst your own friends and stuff. And I think school meals and and food insecurity uh, as the problem at large, I think, is hopefully edging towards that same comfortability point where people are going to be a lot more approachable about the project about their problem and also confident enough to talk about it as well because it is very scary i mean even when i speak to parents uh, about it in in clinic it's it's an embarrassing scenario for a lot of them to be and it's easy for me to say well you shouldn't be embarrassed about it but then again i i haven't had to you know, prevent my child from 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 eating because we're trying to save for the whole week. You know that that's something that I have absolutely no experience of. And I I think you're right. The the element of telling someone don't be embarrassed because there is this assumption that you as a parent or or even you as an individual should be able to make it work. But but life is more precarious these days, or it feels like it's more. Maybe it's always been, but the nature of employment is different and things like the gig economy and other elements where people might have a job, but it's it's zero hours and therefore you don't really know what you're going to be earning next week. And therefore the inability to plan really affects those sorts of decisions that people have to make in terms of, you know, is it a choice between food or fuel? Is it is it mm. uniforms or is it whatever? And we do know that just from a purely economical point of view, people are so much more at risk from the the upsets to budgeting and planning so that if the boiler breaks or, you know, often it's a washing machine and it's £250, that mm. can really change someone's ability to plan and budget on a very modest income anyway. So it doesn't take much to push someone into the place of, actually, I wasn't planning on spending that money and therefore it's thrown everything else out. And, you know, going to, I don't know, payday loan companies and things like that for those solutions. It's all connected. And I just think that the society that we're in these days means that those shocks are much harder to absorb because we're we're not as well set up to do that. So I think it's, it's the time and the place that we're in. And obviously, as we've just said, you know, the pandemic has shone a much brighter spotlight on it. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. 
Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.